Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Bid Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Bidemio Logunde. In this episode, I'll be addressing a listener's email question regarding what exactly threat intelligence is and what a CTI analyst actually does. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Okay, so last month, um, January 27 and 28, I was able to attend an online Threat Intelligence Summit that was organized by SANS, S-A-N-S, and I was able to meet a lot of new people, which is something I enjoy doing, and I got to talk to so many people um, during the conference and using the Slack um, chat, as well as on LinkedIn, because we basically shared our business cards in quotes. Our LinkedIn profiles were our business cards, so I was able to meet so many people on both days. And I, I got to chatting with um, some of them and I've kept in touch with some of them. Some of them wanted to um, switch careers into cybersecurity. So the, the free summit was a very good opportunity for them to interact with people who are already in cybersecurity. Some people were switching careers within cybersecurity. Some people just attended out of curiosity and so on. And one question that was common during the conference, um, one of the channels on Slack, was if you want to get into threat intelligence, how would you go about it? And remember, this conference was basically a threat intelligence summit. And there were a ton of great speakers. Um, some of my friends presented during that summit as well. So like I said, a bunch of questions from all these people, some of them newcomers, some of them newcomers to threat intelligence, we're like, okay, what exactly is cyber threat intelligence? What does a CTI analyst do? So uh, I have been answering some of those questions. Um, like I said, I kept in touch with the people I met on LinkedIn and I've been com communicating with them, answering some of their questions. So this episode is basically to, to delve deeper into what exactly is threat intelligence and what does a CTI analyst do? So for a simple description, a cyber threat intelligence analyst or a CTI analyst often gathers the tactics, techniques, and procedures, also known as TTPs, of threat actors or hackers, if you will. So all these TTPs of threat actors are gathered based on known incidents across different computer networks, and then the CTI analyst tries to establish relationships and patterns from all that data. So for an example of a TTP, suppose we have a threat group A that uses method B to drop a malicious software C by using phishing emails, therefore allowing that threat group A to further use tactics D and E to achieve their objectives. So what I just described is known as a set of TTPs, tactics, techniques, and procedures. We have a threat group A, and this Threat group uses a method B to drop malicious software C using phishing emails. So phishing emails could contain a link in the email for you to click on. It could contain an attachment for you to open. It could contain a tracking image for you to, to communicate back to the threat actor that, okay, this email actually works. And believe it or not, that's actually some objective so a threat actor doesn't necessarily want to give you something to click or open. All they need to know is your email account is valid. 
So that's a stage called reconnaissance, recon. So all they're doing is gathering information from you simply because you opened up your email. So this happens, maybe um, a, a threat actor gets their hands on, let's say, 1,000 emails belonging to a certain company. Now, the 1,000 emails, they're not sure if it's firstname.lastname at company.com or firstinitial.lastname at company.com. So they would send out emails to a bunch of those combinations and then wait for who opens that those emails. So that's why I mean that's what I mean by sometimes they don't necessarily want you to open a link or click on an attachment. All they want to know is is your email active. So a CTI analyst works with the intelligence obtained from both open and closed sources to see if they can attribute the observed TTPs from the collected data to a recent or ongoing campaign and a specific set of threat groups such as advanced persistent threats, APTs, or organized cybercrime groups. So if those TTPs exploit a known vulnerability or a blind spot, CTI analysts can often assist security teams by creating detection rules so that those threat actors can be easily detected the next time they attack the organization's network. So now we see it. CTI analysts um, collect data to be able to establish patterns and determine a threat actor's techniques, tactics, and procedures. And then next is they can actually now work with other security teams to create detection rules so that it's not just knowing the TTPs that threat actors use. We also want to be able to detect them before they attack us or as they are attacking us. Because now we know how they attack, we know the methods they use, we know the steps they actually take when they are attacking an organization or individual and so on. So CTI analysts usually work in specific industries such as finance, healthcare, education, ETC. And therefore, the TTPs they typically look out for are specific to those industries. However, that shouldn't limit a CTI analyst skill set since there are usually overlaps across industries, especially when APT groups are involved. So like I described earlier, advanced persistent threat groups, APTs, are these state-sponsored, usually state-sponsored. They have tons of resources. They can actually spend years quietly hacking or quietly spying on an organization or an individual, as the case may be. and they usually have overlap. So maybe they go after finance, the finance industry, and then the finance industry also overlaps with the manufacturing industry because the people sponsoring these APTs have vast interest, right? So it's not just one sector that they usually target. So a CTI analyst should not just be focused on working in one industry. As the case may be, you might have an investigation, one single investigation that would span three or four different industries, and you still have to gather information, analyze the analyze the information, process it, pro produce a report, and so on. So another way to describe the role of a CTI analyst is that they monitor an organization's external threat landscape through traditional searches, um, the use of open or closed intel sources, um, as to see what might be relevant to their organization and then adjust their priorities and defenses accordingly. For example, CTI analysts usually identify scam websites, 
malicious websites, and instances of brand infringement. They track down the trade actors involved in those illegal activities where possible, and they also work closely with law enforcement agencies to take those websites down. So that's just one example of what a CTI analyst can do, or it's what a CTI analyst usually does. Um, they look for instances where a, a threat actor is using the logo of your company or the likeness of your company's brands and so on to conduct frauds and scams. And then they report that to law enforcement agencies and then they take them down. A CTI analyst might also conduct threat models against their own organization and its senior leadership to identify any further vulnerabilities in addition to potentially new TTPs that could be used to target them. So back when I worked at Verizon, I pioneered a detailed threat modeling procedure for identifying and investigating threats against employees based on their own unique online footprint. So you could have a C-level executive that uses is or work email for their child's school so that they can get notifications or timely information while they are at work, which is something convenient to do. But then that just exposes that C-level executive to attacks and threats, basically, because what happens when your child's school district gets hacked or suffers a data breach? Now you have this C-level executive's work email in the hands of this threat actor. And at that point, anything could happen, right? So... All of those things are just things that are unique to each person. Not every executive has children in school, first of all. Not every executive uses their work email in their child's school. Not every um, executive has something they log on to with their work email that is supposed to be this harmless thing online, but then it's not exactly harmless once it gets hacked. So all of those things feed into the threat model and obviously it's unique to each individual and sometimes it's it's proactive, sometimes it's reactive because I generate some of these threat models after an incident has happened and most times I generate them just to prevent incidents from happening. So like I said, it, it's something that is based on each individual's unique online footprint. So since then, since I developed this threat modeling procedure, I've been getting questions about threat modeling in general, both online and whenever I speak at conferences. So I actually plan to do a three to four part series on threat modeling on this podcast. So ultimately, a CTI analyst job does not end with observing attack patterns and creating detection rules. CTI analysts also write reports and presentations that disseminate the metrics of those observed threats and in some cases help the organization's customers better understand their threat landscape. So in essence, a CTA analyst should be able to present their findings to both a technical and non-technical audience. That ability to communicate clearly and effectively to different audiences is a crucial component of a good CTI analyst skill set. So the focus of a CTA analyst should be to turn indicators of compromise, IOCs, into solid intelligence. It's not just looking for IOCs like IP addresses, domain names, um, hashes, URLs, or email addresses. An IP address, for example, 
is just as much intelligence as having a street address. In other words, context is vital. So when you start to figure out who lives at that street address, how and when that person became associated with organized crime, and which vehicles have been seen at different times loading and unloading suspicious large packages into that house, then you have good intelligence. So solid intel is produced by an analyst, not by online articles that have a list of IOCs at the bottom of the page or some automated tool that generates file hashes. Many people think IOCs are intel sources because some vendors have probably sold them on that notion. Those vendors, and I won't mention names, they only provide threat feeds with IOCs and nothing more. So a good CTI analyst produces reports that are rich in context and are timely, relevant, and actionable to their organization's leadership and or customers. So unless you're reading about IOCs in a report, you are not reading about them in an intelligence context. Ideally, a good CTI analyst should be able to get under a threat actor's skin, also known as causing them pain. To do that effectively, a CTI analyst must first understand the organization's threat landscape. And you can understand your organization's threat landscape by doing a risk analysis yourself or reading the latest version of the organization's risk analysis, which is sometimes a public document or sometimes available to you internally. Next is to identify what is most valuable to that organization. For example, geopolitics, product security, industry associations, competitions with rivals, mergers and acquisitions, and so on. Once you identify the likely sources of threats, then you can start focusing on your intelligence collection methods. So intelligence collection can be in the form of dedicated threat hunting teams, harvesting from previous incidents, open sources, and so on. There should be no limitations on collection sources as long as the collection process is legal and it's guided by the identified risks I mentioned earlier. And you're not just reading random Intel quote-unquote articles online. You can also extrapolate data from similar organizations in the same industry as yours to see if there are any intelligence gaps. So in essence, a good CTI report should answer the usual questions of who, what, where, when, how, and why, in addition to providing actionable recommendations. Ideally, the product of a good intelligence analysis should be a basis for making informed decisions on a strategic and or tactical level, depending on who the audience is. So let me describe an investigation I did a while back to illustrate the complex role of a CTI analyst. So I was called into an investigation involving a content management system, CMS application, that had been suspected of being compromised. So I checked for domains with signs of infection. I found one. Then I looked through the callouts from Java and PHP scripts to outside domains, located the malicious file hosted on a web server affecting that CMS app, retrieved the file, and then deobfuscated it. So basically make it readable because it had been encoded. So as expected, the file had gone through some serious encoding techniques like Base64 and XOR, and the resulting hashes were then shifted using math in Python. Clearly, these threat actors did not want anyone uncovering their steps. 
So once the command and control server, the C2 server was identified and the malicious file decoded, I had the thread actors encoding to their malicious scripts and the exfiltrated files. So this then led to the other role of a CTI analyst, which I mentioned earlier, which is basically to identify tactics, techniques, and procedures, TCPs. So I made a list of the techniques that the thread actors use to encode their malicious file, their methods for binding to JavaScript and PHP elements, and their methods for exfiltrating data. So basically a list of techniques of how the thread actors were able to successfully infiltrate that organization's network. I then referenced the MITRE attack matrix and the malware information sharing platform, MISP, to look for matches among the known TTPs of known APT groups. Once that was done, I interpreted the collected data and what it all meant for the organization I was doing the investigation for into two TLP green documents. So one for the team I supported and the other for a leadership team made up of business information security officers, BSOs, directors, VPs, SVPs, and one group CEO. So one thing to be aware of is that cyber threat intelligence is still a relatively new field of cybersecurity. And some senior CDI leaders spend significant time trying to justify their existence simply because the margins on the return on investment are so poor and to some organizations' leaders, the value they see from threat intelligence teams is often questionable and rarely actionable. But again, this is not something prevalent in the industry. In my own experience, company leaders who don't get sound advice regarding the ever-changing threat landscape are the slowest to embrace the importance of cyber threat intelligence. Not surprisingly, those are the same companies you then hear about on the news dealing with data breaches and ransomware incidents. So I hope I've been able to answer the question of what exactly threat intelligence is and what a CTI analyst actually does. Um, thanks for listening. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.